Hey folks, if you like listening to Stumble Through, there's now a way you can support the show. Click the link in the show notes to make a once-off donation through the ACAST supporter feature. There's no ongoing commitment and you can give as little or as much as you'd like. I love making the podcast and I'd like to keep making it. So even if it's just the price of a coffee, every little bit helps. Thanks so much. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. I acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and community. I pay my respects to them and their cultures and to elders both past and present. How do you find the time when you can't find pause? A confirmation what your face is gonna open some doors. You do what you gotta do to stumble through. Hello folks and welcome to Stumble Through, the podcast for young Australian adults trying to figure shit out. I'm your host, Paula Arujo. I'm a writer, theatre creator and marketer. I am a short, round-faced white woman. I'm wearing this really beautiful scarf that I got from my grandmother when she passed away and it's very fancy and it's silk and I love it very much. And this week we are talking about the admin and ethics of dating apps with Maddie and Nick from the What the Fuck is Happening podcast. So I'm really excited about this crossover. Welcome. Thank Thank you. you. (laughs) I'm looking at Nick, I'm like, when's he going to say thank you? Thank you for having us so much. We're excited to be here. We are. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me. Did you want to introduce yourselves for the lovely listeners? Okay, I'll go first. (laughs) I'm... Maddie, I run a small studio in Brisbane called Harness Creation. It's my my baby, a content creation studio. And that's basically my entire personality. So, <laughs> As with most business owners, yes. especially small business owners, business is me. I am the business. Do not ask me personal questions. I don't know how I like my coffee. I yeah. know where the cable is. God, yes. that yes. is accurate. <laughs> I'm Nick and I don't know what I am. <laughs> I have this podcast with Maddie and we do a lot of fun things on it. Yeah, and you are a pop culture aficionado and you yeah, and Maddie discuss pop culture in a way which also like draws out thematic stories from across time and space. I <laughs> love that. It's yeah. like such a Doctor Who explanation of it. I love it. But it's like, you know, you guys talk about pop culture, but you also relate it to what's currently happening and then what was going yes. on when they made it and then like the stories behind it and how that sort of creates together because obviously pop culture is also a big commentary on society and the culture that we live in so yeah, it's very yourself short like you deal with all of the stuff for the podcast <laughs> yeah. it, my brain is a walking like entertainment industry almanac i is love that, it yeah. i love that Truly. I'm using so many big words today. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, fancy, fancy. So, firstly, would you guys be comfortable? I'm just giving a small description of yourselves yes. for the oh, right. people who are listening or watching, because this is recorded. How yeah. exciting. <laughs> yeah, for our like low vision or blind community members, people. Well, okay, all right. I would say that I, oh, I don't know how tall I am. I'm on average height. I have long hair. Brown eyes, a beautiful smile. With yeah, dimples. you do. <laughs> you do. Yeah. I'm wearing a cute little green skirt and a gorgeous, in my opinion, woolen black top. I love it. It's very like 
tennis, all-American college grad thing. It's kind of giving those vibes, isn't it? It's the same one from that cover photo. How cute. Oh, it is too. There you go. Continuity. We love it. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, usually I'm the one who's wearing the same clothes every week. I am Nick. I'm a male. I am, I would also say pretty average height. I have short, dark hair, white, and I'm I'm large. I'm chubby. (laughs) Cool. And beautiful. And beautiful. <laughs> we got to get yeah. the beautiful in there. Absolutely. No one leaves this studio without calling themselves beautiful. <laughs> I agree. This is a rule. <laughs> yes, definitely. Body positivity all the way. Yes. yes. Awesome. <laughs> so have you guys stumbled through anything this week? Would you like to start, Nick? Sure. This week I have. I've stumbled through having a viral TikTok. Like, <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> what? An actual viral, like... I don't know how many views now. Like over 3 million views. Oh my goodness. I think it's 3.4 I checked this morning. Fair. Amazing. Whenever we post, one of the other people post something. If I post something, I never check up on it. Mm. If she posts something, she never checks up on it. But we will always be uh, checking on each other's. Yeah, we're That's each other's hype. I'm like, oh my God, bitch. You just got a new like on your video. How I can't. <laughs> I love that though. Because it's like a really healthy way to manage. Like, oh, it didn't do well or it did do well. The creator can focus on the creating. The other person is just like, oh, this did really well for you. Have you considered doing that again? Yeah. <laughs> Literally after this video went viral, I texted Nick. I was like, okay, this is what you're doing now. This is what your channel is. <laughs> <laughs> and I say I stumbled through this because I keep flip-flopping between ultra confidence of being like, yes, this is everything. I'm an icon. I deserve this. I'm hilarious. I love it. And then the other half of the time, it's like, this is too much attention. Mm. I feel out of place, imposter syndrome, fish out of water. Yeah. And I'm just like between the two constantly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like vacillating wildly between, oh my God, yes, I am that bitch. (laughs) And oh my God, please don't look at me. Exactly. (laughs) And I feel like that also kind of uh, encapsulates my personality pretty well. Fair, fair. You know? Look, that's me. Social media fame. I mean, that's me in like most dating situations, honestly. I vacillate wildly between, <laughs> mm. oh my God, like what would they see in me? I don't know. Mm. Like they are smart and funny and kind and ambitious and look at all the things that they've done. Why? What do they see in me? Yeah. And oh my God. Literally. What fool would not text me back immediately? Literally. <laughs> like, what do you mean you're going to make me wait for a second? <laughs> 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 I love <The> that. <laughs> I am the moment. Sorry that. I, yeah. I'm not just the moment. I'm like the moment, the vibe. I am everything. <laughs> I love that. I love it. <laughs> this podcast is so much more wholesome than ours. I am. <laughs> I love it. Uh, what did I stumble through this week? Okay, it's just, I stumbled through the same thing that I do every week, which is marketing the business like that's Mm. such as as we said before the business is my whole personality (laughs) but yeah no I'm I'm was new to the world of marketing coming into the business and Mm -hmm. so I'm still trying to like figure out the best way to do it while putting the least amount of my time in (laughs) if that makes sense yeah 100% I think that people really underestimate how much time and attention Mm. and like content creation goes into marketing anything yes and it's just like there's a reason why you have a marketing department within businesses you know oh I want one so bad (laughs) I mean hey I I can introduce you to some people who can help you with such (laughs) things oh I mean we'll have to talk afterwards (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's especially hard for you with marketing because of the nature of the business you own, which is like a content creation place, mm, yeah. yeah, you kind of have to be constantly up to date with the trends, 
Yeah. Like the TikTok trends and the the videos you've got to make and like the sounds that are going viral, that kind of thing. It's it's a lot because there's not just that, but then there's also the side of like actually trying to teach people what this place is because mm. it's not not really a concept that exists. So, yeah. yeah. I suppose that's the thing. Like marketing is always partially educating your audience and proving yeah. your value but also showing them like what it is you do but yeah. for some people it's much harder than others like yeah a clothing brand is like hey we sell things to cover your body with <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's that surprise <laughs> and then still people be like a towel <laughs> how dare they <laughs> oh, goodness so the first question i have for you today is what are the three pettiest reasons you have rejected people on dating apps? Now, Maddie, I understand you haven't used them before. No. Yeah, so that's fine. Nick and I will answer and you can be the arbiter of whether okay. it's legit or ridiculous. Love that. Okay. All the power is in my hands. It's perfect. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, my first one, mm-hmm. I have absolutely swiped left, left mm-hmm. on... Left is no, right? Left, left is, is a no. reject. Sorry, okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I've absolutely swiped left on someone because... Of the music, their top 10 Spotify songs. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that yeah. music is a far more valuable like litmus test than we give it credit for. Yeah. Mm. I actually use One Direction as my litmus test. And it's mm. like, I obviously love them. And I don't care about whether that person loves them, but I care about their reaction when I say I love them. Because if they go, oh, my God, One Direction, that's for, like, 13-year-old girls, I'm immediately Mm -hmm. like, okay, you have absolutely no respect for what people Mm. do and don't like. Yes, you're out. I call that the Twilight Test. Mm. Yeah, fair. If the person's like, but it's not cinema with a capital C. Yeah. I'm like, well, you just don't like fun. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, okay, so what you're telling me is that you don't engage with things that you don't like on a critical level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. What, what I'm hearing is you're an asshole and a snob. Yeah. Pretty much. What I'm- <laughs> Pretty much. Yep. Oh, all right. So my, my first reason I have rejected someone because all of their photos are drinking related. Like in every single photo, there's been like a beer or they've clearly been out at a bar or they've been like day drinking. And don't get me wrong, like I have no problem with any one of those things. Mm. But I got the ick because I was like, oh, is this your entire personality? Is this all that you do for fun? Are you an alcoholic? Mm. Yeah. Fair. I've never thought about it before, but I feel like that is a fair reason, personally. No, I I, I think that's completely fair. It's like when straight guys have... Just photos of them holding up fish in their profile yeah. <laughs> And it's like, yeah. okay, so we know what your entire personality yeah. is. Yeah, it's true. Because, oh. like, the argument can be made. It's like, oh, maybe they just don't get pictures taken of them at any yeah. other time. Yeah. I've heard that before. And it's like, th- that's fair. But also, why would this for a dating profile go to more effort? I agree. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can, you, you can go out and just take some purpose-specific photos, you can do that. If you're at a bar or something, go to the corner where there's, like, a plant. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You could literally be at a rooftop bar and just have a photo of you in the sunset. Literally. Like, it's true. It's fine. Yeah. Do you have a second one? I do. Piggy-bicking. Piggybacking Mm. off that. I prefer piggy-bicking, if (laughs) I'm honest. Yeah, yeah. That sounds somewhat dirty, but I don't know how. (laughs) Oh, see, I thought of biscuits. I thought this was... (laughs) Piggy-bicky? Yeah. Bless. Oh my God, did we just Arnett's hit us up? My piggy bick off that, and now I just sound kiwi. Oh God. I'm offending too many people at once. <laughs> is similar in that if they're just doing too much, 
And I don't mean like they're extra. If I mean their life is together. <laughs> <laughs> Not even that. It's more like if they're like constantly, all of their photos are just, like you say, out at bars or out in a club or if it looks like they always have to be doing something, mm. I'm not into that because I need, I cherish those quiet moments and I need someone who's going to be able to like vibe with that. I understand where that's coming from, but I'm going to put that in an unfair <gasps> category okay. specifically because again, getting photos just with the sunset, that's fair, but can you really expect people to be just taking photos of themselves in bed? Oh, I didn't say that. I, <laughs> well, you I, know what I mean. I suppose I, I understand where you're coming from. So it's like, well, in those quiet moments, like what do you take a photo of? Do you take a yeah. photo of you like with your breakfast at 5 a.m.? Exactly. Like, I, I understand, but I'm, I'm on Nick's side with this because if you don't see something on that app which says we are compatible, then it's like, well, what do you have to go off? I mean, that's really fair. And I guess I'm more specifically talking if there's a photo of you outdoors or something, you know. Hiking. Love it. <laughs> no. If you're hiking... Swipe left. <laughs> yeah, that's what <laughs> I mean. That's an activity. I yeah. need to be able to know that you can exist in a space without having to do stuff. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And I like, there's not much to go on. So outdoor photos, they're in. Mm-hmm. Hiking photos, they're out. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I like it. Like it. Look, we I never said compatible. I was a reasonable person, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're not here to be reasonable. This is literally a list of the pettiest reasons we've said no. <laughs> Speaking of... My next one is they liked the wrong photo of me. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Is this talking like specifically like Bumble? No. So this is, I prefer Hinge. I've been on Bumble like meant. once or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hinge so is the one where you can like their answers to stuff. And yeah. Right? yeah. Bumble, you can like specific photos though, oh, okay. apparently. No, actually, yes. I think that was the last time I was on it. I think that was a thing. But whatever. Anyway. Yes. I set traps on my profile. That's so fucking funny. 100%. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so this is. A little bit off brand, but mm. you know, I'll I'll put a photo of me looking looking a little bit, you know, a little bit sexy, a little bit, you know, <laughs> that like I, I am a slightly sexy grandma, you know, like that's <laughs> that's what this is. I'm I'm 85 at heart, and I'm waiting for my outsides to match my insides. <laughs> but you know, I put a photo of me looking a little bit sexy, looking that. looking looking a little bit shapely, looking fine, and you know, that photo is specific there to weed out the people who are only interested in hump and bumps, you know, like I'm not. <laughs> That's iconic. I, <laughs> I think that's, that's iconic. Fair. And in the words of Chris Jenner, this is a case for the FBI. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. I love it. 11 out of 10. Is it if they like only that photo or if they like that photo and a combination of others, is it so acceptable? you can only like one. You can only like one and then you have oh, to chat. Yeah. Or you can just like the photo and not say anything, which is what they do most of the time. Ew. Very few of the straight men mm. that I have matched with. Most of them that I've matched with probably send an opening line. Very few people who like like my profile or whatever, leave a comment. And most of the time, if they do like that photo, like I'll I'll show it to you. It's not even like, you know, that daring or anything. Mm. It's just a little bit different to the rest of the stuff that I put up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like... If they don't say anything, then it's a, it's a no automatically. And if they say something, it's almost always something gross and lewd. And I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm so fine. We're out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I never have understood the concept behind that because it's like, what did guys expect girls to say to that? Like, what do you think yeah. is going to happen in this interaction? It's also in the title. It's a dating app. Yeah, mm. literally. I mean, I yeah. I mean, that's probably a whole other conversation. But I think it's this one. See, that's iconic. I love that. That's great. That outfit is everything. It is. Thank you. 
Thank That's you really very much. Nice. Yes. You know, it's, it's not super sexy. Like everything is covered. There are just shadowy bits and more see-throughy bits, you know? <laughs> but I'm not about to put this photo on the internet for everyone, so I'm trying to give a sort of yeah. vibe description. <laughs> Listen, Love that. I think that's not petty at all. I don't think that's petty either. I think that's iconic. Ah. I think it is also iconic. <laughs> Trapping and baiting, 11 out of 10. It's really true. And it's because it's not even malicious. It's just like I have this one sexier photo among them. And if that's the one that's you're liking. It's not malicious, but it is a little like a game of Minesweeper. Yeah. yeah. You click on the wrong one and. <laughs> game over. Game over. I love Iconic. it. It's like me playing battleships against yeah. like every yeah. man on the internet. I love it. Iconic. It's what they deserve. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a last one to stand in? I did. And that was if in their interests, their like likes and stuff, they put like a movie or a singer who's problematic. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I just have a real hard time. Mm. I know it's a bad trait of mine, but I have a really hard time separating art from the artist. So then like. Well, that's a whole conversation in and of itself. Yeah. yeah? We've talked about it a few times on our pod and mm. I, I can if I have to, mm. but I don't like to. But, like, yeah, if, if there's, like, a singer or someone on there, it's, like, icky. Yeah. I'm, like, I... It's also because it's one of your main interests and skill sets and areas of knowledge. So mm-hmm. it's a bit more important for you than it might be for someone else. That's fair. I feel like that is really fair, specifically because I think once you get to know somebody and you know their personality and you know their actual thoughts on a topic, it's easier to be able to understand why they like something. But to put... Something that's out there. problematic right on your yeah. profile, it's a bit like, okay, mm. well, what? <laughs> I think I'm thinking it's petty and unfair because IRL in real life with friends and family, I don't care. If, yeah. you, can, if you can separate art from artists, I think that's iconic. It means you're not starving yourself of things that bring you enjoyment. Yeah. You know, I love that. And I'm not going to like judge you for that. Yeah. But when it's like the sit behind the safety of an anonymity, I'm like, mm. yeah, goodbye. <laughs> well, this is this is why we're having this whole like discussion, though. It's because yeah. like of that interplay between, yeah. on the one hand, this is all we have to go off, so we literally have to judge them yeah, by whatever exactly. they put out there, and on the other hand, it's like, okay, well, is that ethically, morally fair, realistically, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Are we going to get into that discussion now? Because I have thoughts. <laughs> I want to I wanna hear Paula's last. I have one yeah, last yeah, same. one. I hope that you guys will like me after this. I'm not sure if you will. Oh, no. <laughs> um, okay, so I reject people if their entire profile points to the fact that they think that liking dogs is a personality trait. And okay. Like, I like dogs too, but it's, it's not a personality trait. Is it specifically dogs or is it all pets? I think it's specifically dogs because that's so generic. <laughs> because if someone is like has a special interest in crows or something, then yeah. I'm like, okay, you know what? You I have gone I... in and you you like that. You probably know lots of facts. If someone says, oh, you know, yeah, I just really love dogs and that's their entire personality, I'm yeah. like, that is such a cop out. You haven't engaged with that on a critical or factual level. Yeah. You've just been yeah. like. Chicks dig dogs, bro. <laughs> Iconic. That's, um, sorry, that is my imitation of like straight man. <laughs> uh, yeah, of a very like this head. I am only here for like the sex, sex yeah, straight men. Fair. Like that. I love it. Fair. Okay, before you decide if that's petty or not, okay, I'm gonna jump in and say, as a dog owner, I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna say, I in my cynical little brain, I'm kind of the same. 
with like any pets or whatever or one specific thing, you're using this to cover up a bad personality or to hide what your personality actually is. So I think that it's perfectly perfectly reasonable distrust. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I haven't spent a lot of time, obviously, no time on dating apps, so it's really difficult to tell. But like in a, in a real life situation, I really like it when guys are into animals and pets because I'm like, okay, this means they can take care of something that's not just themselves. You know, there's like some kind of higher level of functioning going on there. But I can totally understand on like a dating app, which is designed to lure people in, that it's more of a more of a game. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to say fair as well. <gasps> Yay. Okay. I think we've passed. I think we've passed. You have. <laughs> Nicholas, you were, you know, touching together on one point, but. <laughs> I'm fine with that. I'm good with that. <laughs> oh. Hello, folks. I'm just popping in to let you know that Stumble Through is now hosted on Acast. It's really exciting and it means that you're going to be hearing some ads on Stumble Through from now on. The ads do help me keep the podcast going and you can help me and stumble through if you wanted to make a once-off donation. You can support the podcast through the support the podcast feature. It's just a little link in the show notes and you can make a once-off donation. There's no minimum spend, no strings attached. It's kind of like you're throwing me a coffee once in a while and that would be amazing. So if you want to support stumble through, click on the support the podcast link in the show notes. All right, back to the episode. Hope you enjoy. So now we're probably going to get into discussion around more of the ethics mm-hmm. of this whole judging thing, which is, you know, judging a book by its cover versus protecting your time and space. Mm-hmm. Where do you think the line is when we consciously construct a dating profile? And I want to say that when it's on Hinge, like this isn't a fun little five minute thing, you know, you yeah, have it's... got eight photos and eight questions to choose and then answer. And then sometimes like... you do a voice note and like you can cut like, leave a, a caption on the photo as well so it's yeah and then you have to perform like a five minute long monologue get your solicitor check it. <laughs> Jesus. Like it's like a will <laughs> no, but legit hinges hinges a lot mm. a lot more unhinged unhinged yeah which <laughs> is one of the reasons why i prefer to go on it because you know when i'm on a dating app i am looking for possibilities not necessarily mm. like i want a relationship now yeah but it's like i want the possibility that something more is there yeah, yeah. you know whereas if I just wanted to go and hook up with people, I would go on Tinder or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's really fair. That's really fair. Yeah. And I think also Hinge has, I don't know, hundreds of prompts for questions you wow. have to answer for your profile. Mm. And I think that that's also really good. I think that's definitely why it's one of the better apps for dating because it actually forces people to be like... Thoughtful. Thoughtful and yeah. kind of more open about their personality. I don't know. It definitely feels less surface level yeah than yeah tinders and bumbles and stuff yeah interesting interesting i feel like so the question's about like where is the line between yeah are we judging people unfairly by what we can see or are we taking what they have given us and just going you know what from what information you have given me i'm making this decision that's fine because I don't have time to give everyone a chance. Like, oh, yeah, it's just the ad. It's another inbox to clear, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I feel like just because of the nature of them, like that's what you get into, really. If you're signing up for a dating app, you know that you're providing this bio, mm-hmm. and that's what everyone else has to go off, and it's the same. That's how you're trying to find people. So I feel like that's really fair. You are treating people the same way they're treating you on. The yeah, apps. exactly, exactly. I mean, 
to a degree. Yeah. You kind of you kind of know what you're getting into. So I think it's really fair to be protecting your time and to be able to judge someone based off of what they've put in their profile. I mean, on the other hand, it's also very difficult to actually know somebody just based yeah. on that. Yeah. I mean, it's difficult mm. to know anybody completely Do anyway. Do truly know? That's exactly. true. <laughs> Is it like any different to meeting someone at a bar and having a drunken conversation with them for like mm. two minutes? It's true. Yeah. Oh, you can't it tell feels, anyone there either. I don't know about you, but it sometimes feels more judgy when I do it on an app or online, though, because there's mm-hmm. that almost veil of anonymity. Like, if mm. I make that decision about someone in person, there's also that, like, intangible vibe that you get. Yeah. You know? Yes. And sometimes you're just like, no, absolutely not. Please so eject. Eject. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, for sure. I totally agree. On the one hand, I think base level, I think it's totally fine. To judge a book by its cover in this specific instance. But then I also feel guilty whenever I'm swiping through. And I also think, is it ultimately bad for like the dating experience? Yeah. <laughs> to be, like you say, gamifying and making everything surface level? Yeah, because it feels like we go to all this effort to create a profile which isn't so surface level and to at least, you know, put forward a version of ourselves, you know, the, the one that we want to present to people. But that is a construction and that is calculated and that is a conscious, like, it's an image that we're making. We're doing our own marketing, personal branding, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, it's also like, well, what happens to giving people the benefit of the doubt? Yeah. Like, what happens when you see someone that, let's say it's not an automatic no. It's the ones that I really struggle with. I don't know about you, Nick, but the ones that I really struggle with is it when it's, like, on the fence and you're like, oh, maybe, I don't know, like... From these pictures, I guess we might have stuff in common from these answers, maybe, but, eh, and it's like. I mean, it feels shitty to say, but even if you're just, if you like all the answers, like 11 out of 10, and then you're just not vibing with Mm. physically them. Yeah. And this is the thing, like, here's an interesting question, I guess, totally off topic, well, not really, (laughs) but off script. How do you feel about judging people, like. We make snap judgments of people and our attraction to them on physical stuff. And then we also do it on the like emotional and intellectual stuff. And I feel way more comfortable making these snap judgments about things that people have said or state that they believe or something Mm -hmm. than I do about their looks, which doesn't really make a whole heap of sense because that's me not wanting to critically engage with whatever (laughs) they said. So I'm like, "Mm, no. Yeah. I mean... Is it just because it feels more shallow to judge someone by the way that they look and more socially acceptable to be like, they said this and I don't like it. I think <laughs> I it's very it. much that. But when you like look at a profile, except maybe Hinge, it's always the photos that are like the mm. number one thing. Yeah. Like they take up the majority of the screen. That's the whole thing. I mean, especially on like Tinder where it's basically just photos. You know? Iconic. <laughs> I mean, not even talking about Grindr and stuff where it's yeah. literally just photos. Iconic. I Yeah. I, think I don't think you should feel guilty is what I'm saying. <laughs> I definitely don't think you should either. But I also feel like that's one of those things where it almost kind of, there's kind of two things to it because it depends on what they've said. Because if they've said something that you genuinely, like if the One Direction thing, for example, it's such mm. a fucking stupid reason to not want to talk to somebody. But also I'm like, <laughs> it's valid, <laughs> you yeah. know. But then on the other hand, it's like, are you just making an excuse to not talk to this person? In which case you probably weren't really vibing with them anyway. 
you know? Yeah. So kind of like no matter what way you slice it, it's valid. <laughs> I'm genuinely sorry. I'm kind of zoned out and that's because all I can think of is boomers saying that millennials destroyed the dating industry. <laughs> and I don't know why that's all I can think of, but... How did we destroy the dating industry? <laughs> what did we do? That's I'm, No, they never said that. That's the thing. All oh. I'm thinking of is like an onion headline. I got oh, it. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, it's right. like dating apps have ruined it and it's millennials' fault <laughs> and dating industry is not a thing. But that's all I could think of. So I'm sorry. I'm back in. <laughs> and now you've spoken it. Yeah, now that I had to get it out. I think that's a valid point. No, that actually sort of linked to the next question I have for you. So I'll read out the next question, but then we should talk about what you've just brought up because that does make sense. So the next question I have for you is, so we know that dating apps are gamified. Mm-hmm. Do you think that encourages us to dehumanize the people on them or develop an understanding that romantic rejection isn't as personal as it feels? See, I really like this question. Mm. Thank you. Because I made I, it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think that every single person is going to have a different perspective on this. Yeah. You know, I'm, in real life, I'm someone who takes everything personally. Mm. I'm like, I know it sounds like they meant it this way, but trust me, they meant it in a much more malicious <laughs> way. <laughs> then when it comes to dating apps and stuff, I'm kind of like desensitized. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what it is. Well, I think with the experience, I mean, it depends on how deep you get into it. Because if you've been talking for like seven weeks, you've gone on dates and then they just ghost you. Like, obviously, it's very difficult not to take that personally. Mm. But if you're just talking about swiping on a profile, like, how do you even know? Yeah, I guess I'm the swiped person even know. Yeah, that's the thing is, I guess I'm thinking specifically of when you're rejecting someone on these apps. It's like. Mm. They will know because if they swipe right on you and you never match, then it's like, no okay, one ever matches with me. Oh, okay. I was about to say, wait, wait. Who, who can keep track of that? Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's what I, I was thinking. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, someone has to be like a ridiculously memorable human being for me to remember that I've like swiped right on them on a dating app. Like mm, that's, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a next level yeah. of like, you've yeah. made an impression. Yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking of people who don't get any matches. <laughs> oh, for sure. I think that there's a difference between like, you know, if you don't feel like you're getting any matches, if you're someone on a dating app who isn't getting any matches, please take it as feedback on your marketing, yeah. not you as a person. Yes. Yeah, actually, that's a really good way to put it. Which it kind of links back into the question, or maybe it's the previous question, about being like, if we're purposefully constructing it, like... Yeah. I had an online relationship with a guy for, like, more than a year, and I remember this one conversation we had really clearly where we were talking about whether or not we would actually, like in real life have a relationship and we was at this point again it had been more than a year that we've been talking so we were quite familiar with each other and this conversation and he was like look I mean the thing is it's really difficult for us because he didn't he doesn't live here in Queensland so it was like a proper kind of this would be very much uprooting yeah of one or both of our lives so we were kind of like look it's really difficult to make that decision because when it's a texting relationship there are parts of yourself that you can very, very easily censor. Like if you're in a mm. bad mood, you just text and be like, I'm in a bad mood today. I don't want to talk. Mm. And that's kind of that. So that he was never exposed to the worst parts of me. Likewise, right. I was never exposed to the worst mm. parts of him because knowingly, I knowingly. Yeah. yeah we, we both, obviously we wanted to be the best for yeah. each other, you know? So it's really, really easy to do in that situation. And again, we'd been talking for more than a year. So I can only imagine like, Interesting. When you're constructing a dating profile, it's like 30 seconds of seeing someone. You Again, you're only seeing what they want you to see, the best parts of you, you know? Yeah, that's interesting. And it's also true even past just swiping right and left. If you end up having 
a text conversation with one of these people that you match with on these apps and it only lasts a few days or whatever, it leaks into that as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Even though it might not be, like, it might be a two-day thing. Yeah. about it, it's still... Mm. Unrelated, but sort of related. You know, when it's like only a, a two-day sort of conversation, or it's like, you know, you sort of talk on and off for a week and then you act... Has anyone accidentally ghosted someone? Because I've done that so often. <laughs> Where it's like... And, and it's not like I you know, go, oh, I'm not going to respond to them or, okay, I'm done with you now. A lot of the time it's just, I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to respond to that. And then I I keep the app open because I'm like, okay, I need to do that. I cannot forget to do that. And then days pass, things happen, and I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, that's probably for the best anyway, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Conscious uncoupling. Well, Because I, I feel like that requires you to, like, have actually have had something before. So often I wonder if we conflate ghosting with just – deciding at the early stages this isn't for them like they also didn't yeah. follow up yeah yeah I mean kind of a different situation I make a lot of friends online like just in general both through the business or whatever fandom if I'm texting with someone and then for some reason usually they again they've never done anything wrong if I and I'm like oh I don't really feel like replying mm. and then I don't reply for several days that usually to me is an indication of being like okay well obviously I wasn't really kind of vibing with this person because I know that if I am vibing with someone I will make the effort to talk to them and you'll be no matter what responses yeah, yeah exactly exactly yeah there are very mm. few occasions where it's like you'll honestly depends on the context yeah obviously you know like I, I have a friend one of my oldest friends we haven't seen each other in person for going on like 10 years now and yeah, well, because I, I immigrated here. And so, you know, she's first she was in South Africa and now she's in London. And, you know, like we, we haven't seen each other for a very, very long time. Mm. And we will go like weeks at a time without talking to each other. Yeah. Just because, you know, it's it's different worlds. Yeah. Almost. Oh, yeah, for sure. But I would say that when it comes to dating, if they like you, you will know. And if yes. you're not sure, then it's a no. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. no matter what, just it's true. And that doesn't if again. If he wanted to, he would. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and that doesn't have to be a personal thing. Sometimes no. it genuinely just is we're just not two people that vibe. Yeah, or it's just that. like it is way more to do with them than it does for you. Like sometimes yeah. they're maybe they're going through a rough time or they're just like, you know, this is not a priority for me. Yeah. That's not like it doesn't say anything about you. That just says something about where they're at. Yeah, it's fair. It's really true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking, yeah. Yes, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting thinking about like accidental ghosting and stuff. Yeah, well, because um, I feel like, again, people take it so so much to heart, but it also really depends on, like, the conversations that you've been having up until that point and how long you've been having them for. See, but I'm also a believer that if your texting styles don't mesh, then it's not going to work. That's really fair. Because, like... Can you explain that? I'm not I sure I understand. <laughs> if I'm talking to someone on one of these apps and they use too many full stops <laughs> or it sounds too blunt or whatever. I'm like, you need to throw in a question mark, an exclamation point. I need capitals. I need something to give me a vibe of tone. Yes. Otherwise I'm thinking everything's angry. That's really mm. fair. I really get pissed off when people do like one full paragraph, no grammar at all. I'm yeah. like, I'm out. Send it, <laughs> send it in multiple texts or something. I, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I know that that's very specific to me. No, I'm with it. <laughs> but like, if it's not going to match, and if we struck up a an actual in person physical relationship, yeah, and the entire time that I'm not with them and I'm texting them, I think they're mad at me. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to work. That's so fair. It's I think it's a good indication, and that's tying back to you saying like you can tell if they're into you, they're into you. Yeah. Also, side note: I've absolutely accidentally ghosted people, <laughs> and absolutely purposefully ghosted people. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, you know, taking it back to that 
thing of do you feel like dating apps help us to learn how to take things a little bit less personally? Because, I mean, you, you mentioned before that you feel like you take things really personally. However, with dating apps, it feels different. You don't really do it there. I, this might be TMI. I feel like, yes, in dating app ways, in the dating app sphere, world. I don't know what to call it, world, mm. I'm more desensitized. But I think that has a lot to do with being gay, where in the gay community, you know, no matter how much it sucks, a lot is based on physical appearance. So then there's stuff like Grinder and all that. And I think that I've just, you know, dealt with enough of shitty people commenting about appearances mm. or their profiles being shitty about appearances or saying, you know, no black people and stuff. It's like, oh it's disgusting. Who, who are the people out here, like, who are, like... No fats, yeah, no femmes, yeah. no Asians. Jesus. Yeah. yeah no. It's all that kind of stuff. And I think that that, in a way, has desensitised me across all dating apps and stuff. I don't know. I wonder if the reason why we are... So if you feel desensitised, do you feel like, A, it's because you've seen it a lot, and B, because you know it's not necessarily directed at you, Nick, specifically. It's this person being like, hello, world! I am an asshole, but... And I need attention, and I need people to know it. Yeah, I think that, as a mix of both. I mean, I've showed you messages I've gotten on dating apps Mm. and Grindr and stuff before, and it's like, hey, you fat piece of shit. Oh, my God. a picture of their penis. And I was like, what's the vibe here? (laughs) You know, what's the vibe? (laughs) (laughs) Like, if they they want that kind of, you know, stuff to get off on, it's like, okay, well, you could let me know that you are saying mean things to me. Uh Like, I'm not against it. I'm open to a lot of things. I just need to know. Exactly. Look, if if we want to create an environment where, you know, if you get turned on by, I don't know, saying being aggressive and stuff in bed, you know, people enjoy that. Like, some people that's their kink fine but like you can't just bring that out, yeah. out of yeah. nowhere without context yeah I mean, for that's sure a whole other conversation is consent on yeah these apps and yes stuff. this is the thing yeah i don't know it's really interesting i feel like for me but i've spent like collectively in my whole life about three nights on a dating apps all three of which i'm pretty sure i was drunk mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty sure <laughs> makes it more fun sometimes yeah and i feel like for me i go i would not expect people to treat me differently to the way that I treat them. And I generally like to think of myself as a pretty good human. So if I go, I'm extremely comfortable with gamifying this and swiping just left, Mm. left, 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 not finding anyone, then I feel like it's only fair for me to expect other people to do that to me. So in that sense, I feel like I would be slash am, have been in the past, Mm. desensitized to the potential kind of like rejection of it. But again, I never really have gotten more than a few, yeah, more than like past a night talking to somebody yeah. on a dating app specifically. Yeah. And I guess perhaps we don't dehumanize people on dating apps with the gamification. Perhaps it doesn't even factor in because yeah. we're like, okay, the the game is we create we, we create a profile, we create an avatar, yeah, we go out into mm. <laughs> this yes. internet realm and we interact in these ways, and that's everyone, you know, sort of doing it that way. We're not necessarily doing it in a way which rejects or negates or, or, or X's out or something someone's humanity. We're just like... Right, yeah. Because we're like, no, you're, you're a person and this is just like not for me, you know? Yeah, Unless okay. people are being like horrible and sending like horrible messages yeah. Yeah. and stuff. In yeah. which case, like, don't. Yeah. Don't yeah, do that. Just all around. Don't yeah, do that. They should be ashamed of themselves. My God. I mean, Absolutely. I think the gamifying and all that, it all 
also comes back to consent. Everyone who downloads these apps and stuff is consenting to quote unquote playing this game. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's almost like those apps should have like an introduction. Yeah. Like yeah. An, an introduction yeah, yeah. video. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh like, yeah. do you remember back in the day where you download, like, or you wouldn't even download it, you would get a new piece of software in a DVD box, mm. right? Yes. And the God. first thing that would happen is you'd load it up and then they would, there would be like a video or like a tutorial thing where they'd show you, you click this to yep. do this. This is how you mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. To get the most out of this, use yeah. this. Yeah, why don't dating apps have Clippy? (laughs) (laughs) I got it. I mean, I I guess they do to a certain extent now they're creating these resources. Like Bumble has got stuff that's like ghosting and when it's okay or like being safe and online dating apps and things. Yeah, interesting. Which I think is useful, but maybe we just need to have an older sibling style video when you download the app. I'd agree. I'm like, what, I've had TikTok for like over 12 months. I'm still trying to figure out TikTok. <laughs> I'm like 24. I'm, I'm not mm. old. I know technology and I'm still, I still have no idea what I'm doing. Mm. So like, Iconic. why shouldn't apps give us actual explanations of what to do? <laughs> See, but when yeah. they do give me explanations, I skip, skip. all of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course. It's like, do you remember when phones used to come with instruction manuals? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. God, wow. That doesn't happen anymore. Those days. They don't even come with charging cables anymore. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Wow. Oh, man. Well, I guess that's sort of all the questions that we have planned. I guess what I did want to say was I was doing a little bit of research in preparation Mm. for (laughs) for this episode. And what I found interesting was that the gamification doesn't just come through in terms of, you know, you have to create a profile and then you do this stuff. But it comes through because dating apps are developed to reward us with, I think it's dopamine. Did have it there at some point, but it's like it, it's a behavioral reward system. So the yeah. swiping is the thing that yeah. gives you the nice chemicals in your brain, right. not yeah. the matching necessarily. Although yeah, that's a massive okay. ego boost. Like yeah. so yeah. many people are on dating apps just so they can get that like oh. lunchtime. Yeah. Oh, someone likes me. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of the entire element of developers making these apps to specifically be addicting or specifically be. Yeah. Like you say, mm-hmm. you know, invoking certain emotions. I didn't even think of that. That makes everything so much m- more terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> the, the dating app is created by a tech developer who wants you to spend as much time on this app as possible. Yeah. And I think that's perhaps why Hinge went with the tagline of the dating app made to be deleted. Yeah. Like, mm. ah, clever. That is clever, yeah. Clever. But, like, I, I think Thanks. it's interesting that, and perhaps it's a very modern thing you know everyone since the dawn of time has been like romance that would be nice no yeah Uh, Yeah. it would be nice to have another human or multiple humans i don't know and then we've all gone around looking for connection and those types of connections in certain ways and the ways and the options that we've had available to us to find them has changed over the years Mm. but now in in the year of our pandemic 2022 it's like oh okay yeah so we download this app which is meant to help us make connections. But the app itself is designed to just make us feel good when we swipe mm. and when we get the matches, not necessarily, although like it depends on the algorithm. Some algorithms, apparently Tinder's algorithm is based on, okay, the profiles that gets the most interactions and yeses, they are seen and preferenced. Whereas right. on Hinge, it's like, no, no, no. We have noticed that you like people who choose this prompt and answer in this way or have photos with this composition mm-hmm. or right. have like these sorts of things in their data. Yeah. So we'll show you more of them. Okay. But even so, it's like, you know, like social media most of the time just makes us feel lonelier. And it's the same when it comes to dating apps. 
So on the one hand, because dating apps allow us this is a really long monologue, but I swear there is actually yeah, a question yeah, yeah. in this. <laughs> because they allow us to meet people that we otherwise would never have met. And like I've gone on dates and really enjoyed getting to know people and like dating them with people that I would never have met yeah. otherwise mm-hmm. and probably wouldn't have even considered otherwise. Yeah. Interesting, yeah. But like, I guess, do you feel that it's actually... One of those things where, oh, it's a great idea and unfortunately it just doesn't quite do the thing that we made it to do or it's just like, nah, this is another way that we're looking for connection in all the wrong places. That's such an interesting question because dating apps have been around for so long. They just used to be dating websites, obviously. Yeah. Like there's, there's, And then before is... that it was personal ads and newspapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And then before the that... Song. Yeah. Oh my God. The exactly. Mo- so catchy. And yet, when you actually listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh. These people are both cheating on each other. This is such an unhappy How marriage. <laughs> this oh needs God. to be, they need iconic. to get divorced. Yeah. Like, this is. God. Yeah. So I think, like, along with everything else, the internet has given us the opportunity to find potential partners in the most convenient way possible. I'm not really sure where I'm going with this, but, That's like, okay. I Just feel like it's. Free, what, what's that thing? Where yeah, like you, the you, you train of thought. Free word association. Association. <laughs> association. Oh, my goodness. My brain, she has shut off for the day. Oh, fair. Very fair. Very fair. Yeah, no, I feel like it's just one of those things that's now is, like, so convenient. Like, how are people looking for a real connection? And is that the most appropriate place to be doing? I feel like it's one of those things where it's, like, if you're on a dating app, you almost know what you're getting in for most of my friends who are in committed relationships have found their person on dating app so obviously it's there and obviously it's Mm -hmm. a possibility but it's also one of those things where it's like okay if you spent a year going through shit trying to find this one person so Mm -hmm. i don't know it's like yeah i don't know interesting yeah Ooh. for some reason what i'm thinking of is when you get that connection with someone on these dating apps and you have like genuinely engaging and stimulating conversations with them over this text for like a week or two and then you keep planning on to meet up and go on a date uh, or whatever yeah. and then nothing happens mm. and mm, that so that's kind of like the entire hero's journey of this feels amazing <laughs> i'm i'm got a crush on someone all the way back to i'm lonely and i will die alone yeah <laughs> you know yeah. yeah yes so somewhere in between to answer your question yeah <laughs> fair fair i think i wonder to what extent, I don't know the answer. I'd have to read a lot more studies on psychology and like data analysis on dating apps and things. Yeah. But I wonder how much of our behavior influences dating apps and how much the way that we behave yes. on dating apps influences our behavior and the way that we like create our expectations around it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's almost like another form of social media, really. Totally. Oh, it absolutely is. I'm pretty sure that's like what it classifies as. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. (laughs) And now we shall move into the Things I've Never Said segment, where we accept anonymous submissions and confessions from our listeners on the topic we discuss. So we've had... Oh, it's so good. This is my favourite section. Like, I love talking to people and having the conversations. Yeah. when I am able to bring listeners in and, like, it it feels like a community, you know? Yeah, for sure. I love that. Our first submission for today is, why is it so much harder to book people in for a date? All of a sudden, everyone just wants to chat. Mm. yeah Mm. I mean that's kind of what I was just talking about I got a bit ahead of myself (laughs) (laughs) I don't know it there's no stakes when you're just talking over text on an an app that you can just block this person 
And I think that kind of is it. There is no stakes. Yeah, there's no stakes and there's no obligation and there's no, like, uh-huh. there's very little effort that you have to put into it. Yep. Yeah. I, I've heard that the kids are now calling behaviours linked to this as hesitating. <laughs> <laughs> I love Iconic. it. Iconic. <laughs> yeah. Where it's, like, it's almost a curiosity thing. So yeah. people are on the dating apps because, you know, we love a little bit of an ego boost. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who doesn't? Yeah. But... They will sit there and they'll think, oh, maybe I will, but probably not. So I'll just, you know, and they don't, to a certain extent, I don't think anyone actively goes on there and goes, let me waste someone's time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I think maybe they aren't completely honest with themselves around what they actually want and if they're actually prepared to, you know. Commit to doing a date or following through. Yeah. I'm guilty of this. Mm, For sure. It's just like when I have... I go through cycles of like six months of having the apps, mm. six months of not. Oh, so do I. Yeah. You go through um. like a rash of, okay, I have the app, I have matched with this many people and I'll like, as with most things, it'll be like seasonal. So it'll be like, okay, I have a dating app and now I've gone on three dates a week for the past six weeks and now I'm exhausted and I have narrowed it down to two contestants. Yeah. <laughs> I can't end the rotation, you know? It's our own um, little personal bachelor. Yeah. And then I slowly like grow bored with the app and then like, okay, I'm done. And then those sort of like connections, you know, they, they end in one way or another or sometimes we become friends. I'm like, yeah, cool. And I'm good for now. Yeah. yeah. So, Cycles out and happens all over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, then- yes. I was just about to say that I'm a shitty person. <laughs> when I have these apps on my phone, I totally find myself in the same way that I would mindlessly scroll through Instagram or Twitter, swiping, mm. mindlessly swiping. Yeah. And I know that that's shitty and that the intention is to waste time not to go on a date with someone. Mm. But it's like... A compulsion. I can't stop. <laughs> well, that's that behavioural, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. training that they're giving you, uh. you know? I think it's the the premise and the behavioural psychology theory that Pavlov's dogs is yeah. based off of or helped found. Yeah. So that thing where – so Pavlov was this – I think he was Dutch and he was this – um, Yeah, behavioural psychology scientist person. And he had this thing where he would ring a bell and then give his two dogs steak. Yeah, And so he'd do that all the time and then he ran some tests and then after a while it happened that the dogs would salivate whenever they heard the bell ring even when steak was not presented to them because mm-hmm. they had been trained to associate the ringing of that bell with being fed and this delicious steak. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, I suppose, why we feel emptier because we go in with the the ding happens and we're like, oh my God, someone's matched with me. Yeah. And then it's it's not actually like a, a legit match or, or someone who we would like to pursue this with. So it's like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's really fair. Yeah, true. Because it's always like almost like levels of, of gatekeeping. Mm. Like first you have to swipe on them, then they have to match with you. And then it's at that point that you have to like more seriously be like, okay, now we have to talk. Mm. Like yeah, yeah, I think a whole new level of judgment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And of then effort. I think this per- to answer this person's question, it's a mix of all this. And it's also a mix of the longer you and a person talk over text in these apps, mm. the less likely the chances are that you'll actually meet up on a date are. Absolutely. Like you have to grab that impetus. That's actually one of the tips that they give on the apps, I think. Like yeah. try and get off the app and onto text or something else as quickly as possible and then right. from there make a date. Yeah. Yeah, because it's kind of like if you're talking for a week before you try and organize a date, there's no questions left and you feel like you both know each other and know everything that you need to know and then it fizzles out. I mean, that's really – see, 
for me, as someone who's extremely anxious, and I feel like it's probably, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but it pertains to me as a woman, I'd be like, I would want to know as much about someone as possible and spend as much time as I need talking to someone like via text or whatever before I met up with them so to oh, make totally. sure that I would feel oh, yeah. safe That's and comfortable. That's a sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But if you already, if you had zero questions left to ask this person in person, sitting at a table with them, having coffee for like two and a half hours, would you feel less inclined if you already had all the answers to all the questions you wanted to know? I wouldn't, but it would depend on how they answered the questions. If we were having genuine conversation, I was really enjoying it. I would be like, yeah, I'd be happy to go and talk in person and yeah, see if there's something. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. You know, but if they had shitty answers and I was just texting them back because I felt guilty. It was like, then I'd be like, blue. okay, it's not happening. Oh, yes, yeah. Like one word answers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Answers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One word answers, not really interesting answers, and also no questions that they ask Literally. you. Literally. Mm. Yes, mm. yes. Mm-hmm. And then yep, when they primarily. do ask you a question, and if you don't answer in five minutes, it's just question mark. Yeah, oh, oh my God. Mark. It's like, chill the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ways to shit me off in Literally. five seconds. Literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Like smash cut to me texting Maddie, and if I don't get a response, <laughs> question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> it's different with friends, guys. It's fine. It's, it's a different relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so our, our second submission is about dating apps. I wish people would abandon the flippant, sarcastic tone in their bios. Very rarely is someone as hard bitten in real life as in their bios, but still. The conversation that follows is tantamount to trying to win over a comedy audience that has decided they don't like you from the outset. <laughs> iconic. <laughs> That's truly iconic. Hard agree. Yeah. yeah, same. I think people are scared of being sincere. Yes. Mm. And it's either you're sincere and you're seen as cringe or you're doing this comedy act that no one wants to be mm, in the yeah. audience of. And there's kind of no in between ever mm. on or these apps. Or it's just so bland. Yeah. yeah. It's exactly, just like, exactly, I know totally. nothing about you. In eight photos and eight more prompts and questions and a voice note, I know nothing about you at all. Yeah, it's like a brick wall. A straight white cis man screaming jokes at you. Yeah, <laughs> or a simple person. Yeah, that's one of my my other petty rejection reasons is that they include memes in their profile and they're not even good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I I didn't come here <laughs> to, to not laugh. to look at memes. You know, I, if you want to make a funny, then please do that in a question or something, or, or be creative about it. But don't yeah. send me. <laughs> we'll talk about it later, but I've derailed this enough. Okay. <laughs> well, just also side note: if it on the rare occasion there is a very good meme, there's no photos of the actual person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> truth. Yeah, well, it's all like a group shot or something, and yeah, you're like, yeah. "So, who am I talking to? Yeah. <laughs> what?" what? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, their profile instead of answering a question says, "Just ask." Mm. <sighs> How am I supposed to decide if I want to talk to you? If right. You're not yeah. The entire the premise of the app mm. is to match with people who you have similar interests with. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Why would I want to ask about those? Yeah. <sighs> Go to What's your favorite TV show? It. Just ask. It's like, no, I want to know what your show is so that we can yeah. like vibe, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I agree. It makes it an easy icebreaker too. Like, if you know something about them going True. in, mm. you can straight up be like, oh my God, I really so like this as well. how about that Game of Thrones finale? Mm. Oh, fuck, don't even. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I mean, look, those profiles say to me, like, first off, the audacity. And <laughs> second off, it's just like, there is no clearer way that you could tell me 
that you are not prepared to put in any effort here. Zero effort. Yes. Like, and a little bit of a narcissist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or just like so uninterested. No, actually, mm. you're right. It is. It's a little bit like, you don't ask me. Sweet. I'm amazing. But I won't show you how amazing exactly. I am. Exactly. You have to work for it. It's like, exactly. Uh, what else am I doing here? Like digging yeah. through all of these random profiles of people in my area. Yeah. yeah. Simply fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> That's my advice. That's so funny. <laughs> And on, and on that note, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. <laughs> thank you. I've had such a ball talking to you. And it's it's been really fun to, you know, have the lighthearted but also the more philosophical discussions mm. around something which is so often memes. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. No, thank you so much for having us. Yeah, today. it's so nice to be on someone else's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're a delight, obviously. Stumble oh, Through is a delight. You. And all of the questions were really fun. They were. I'm yeah, so, I was had a great time. Out of my mind today. I don't know what was going on. So sorry for that. That's okay. but. No, 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 don't apologize. I feel like it's the ideal mindset to approach this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's be honest. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> but no, this has been so much fun. Oh, no, thank yes, you. thank you very much for having us. Oh, it's always, it's always and fun. for putting in all the effort of making questions. I know. Goodness. It's always it always makes me feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sucks. Thanks. <laughs> well, I guess you know to round it out. First thing, I'm going to ask: What would you do if you knew ten thousand people would do the same? My answer is really it's so bland. Excellent. I would invest <laughs> in Amazing. shares. Iconic. <laughs> okay, but how? This is going to be another ep- like a future episode because. I do want to do investing, but I also know that I have to do like required readings beforehand. And I feel like this is the benefit of knowing 10,000 people are going to invest after you is no reading necessary. Because you're like, <laughs> it's obviously Clever. value is going to go up because right. 10,000 people more are buying. That's yeah. amazing. We'll GameStop this shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> God, that was last yep. year. Great answer. My answer. Low key, it's the same as your episode with Liz Best. Oh. Which is my favorite episode, by the way. Oh, Both of your podcasts you. I love. So it's oh, obviously a great episode. Listen to my podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ten thousand people love that. But my real answer would be I would I would make ten thousand people actually think about their communities and actually think about oh, their no. neighbors and stuff. This was thoughtful. Mine was about making money. <laughs> <laughs> my entire my entire brain is taken up by constantly thinking about the fact that as humans so many people don't care about their community and so many people don't care about when you're voting think about people less privileged than you yeah think yes. about people of different ethnicities and sexualities and everything and ugh, just be like consider it yeah. i know it fucking infuriates me yeah when you're I voting agree. when you're you know thinking about whether or not to get vaccinated everything it's don't be fucking selfish <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or at least like have a, have a level of self-awareness and interest in your community and realize yeah. that you know much like who's th- who's that famous English, I'm pretty sure it was Dylan Thomas who said that no man is an island, you know, like yes. we, we may feel, and in Western culture, we're all very hyper individualist, right? Yeah. But the thing is that there is no way that you could do anything in your life without the help of other people, be that seen or unseen. Yeah. Like, how did you feed yourself this morning? There were people involved in making the food, in making yeah. the raw produce, in delivering that food, in like mm-hmm. helping you to earn the money to yeah. pay for it. Like, there's so... We are so tightly interconnected that sometimes I think we just don't realize. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Yeah. Kind of related. I had a recent, the, the business next to me is Cloth Nappies and she was recently talking about how people think that like plastic nappies are so much more convenient because obviously they're single use, you mm. just do it, throw it away, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, whereas obviously cloth nappies, you have to wash it afterwards. 
And she was like, except people don't realise that there's actually way more effort that's going into those single-use nappies because of everything that had to have happened before then yeah. for mm. them to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is completely unrelated but also kind of related. No, it, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that makes is. sense. Yeah. Be yeah. considerate of your community and people yeah. when you're doing yeah. stuff like that, using single-use stuff. It's like everything like that. I don't yeah. know. All right. I've, Sorry, the, like, this just brings up my up. guilt because I just know that I would just use single use nappies though. Yeah. Like it's just one of the things that Same. I just I can't. I you know, I will I, I will go out of my way to do like, okay, I will get the bags, I will get the straws, yeah. I will bring the containers, I will cut down and I will like drive that extra little bit to get the you know, to go go to the whole food store place and bring my jars yeah, and do yeah. that. But I I'm I'm not about to be Handling small towelettes of human shit Literally. and putting that in my washing machine. I just, I can't. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mother Earth. I, I, I just, I can't. No, I'm on the same page as you. I, I'm still terrible, and I flip between that train of thought where I'm like, I must be socially conscious and yeah, it's, environmentally yeah. conscious, and then the other half of me is like. It's up to the top 10 corporations. <laughs> Look, Come it, on, get your shit together. It, it is, but it's like, you know, that thing of, okay, well, do what you can when you yeah, can. Exactly. And, like, do what's sustainable to you, you know? And, frankly, yeah. don't feel guilty when you can't. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's true. true. I'm saying think about your community and the environment when you can. When you can. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Whatever conveniences you. <laughs> <laughs> Be conveniently kind. Yes, please. exactly. Exactly. Oh, God. <laughs> How quickly the message is watered down. Oh, <laughs> or, or made more accessible. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I love that. Oh. Marketing spin. <laughs> well, do you guys have anything to plug and where can we find you? Obviously, there is What the Fuck is Happening podcast. There is. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's what the fuck thing. is happening? <laughs> on socials, we're WTFIH podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. I'm sure the links are below. I know the links are below. Mm. <laughs> yep. Oh, I didn't. I, Sorry, side note. Mm. I didn't send you the Harness Creation ones. I should probably send them. That's okay. I'll put them in. I, c- I can find the links. Okay, yeah. Thank you. That's, all. that's that's that on the podcast, Maddie. Yeah. I mean, no need to worry about my personal things. But yes, my business. Whoops. If you happen to be in Southeast Queensland, Harness Creation, basically everywhere. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, our website, harnesscreation.com.au. That's that. <laughs> Stunning. Yeah. Oh, wait. What if 10,000 people were doing what you did for... Yeah. Oh, do do? Well, for me. Do you I... have a go-to answer or is it? No, I don't. Very few people turn this back around on me. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 you, you're mistaken. <laughs> if 10,000 people would do the same, I think that similar to Nick, I would want people to think about their communities. And I guess the practical application for that would be just check up on three people genuinely love like love that if you have a passing conversation with your neighbors you know yeah. just see how they are and maybe you can help maybe you can't help maybe it's just going to be like starting a conversation that you then have haphazardly every now and then mm. and then you know when each of you go away you bring in each other's bins so you don't get robbed you yeah. know yeah yeah it's it could be the start of something new and lovely i love it oh no i'm about to break out into high school musical quickly we have to end <laughs> That's okay. The start of something new. Uh, thank you so much for coming on and thank you for listening. Thanks as always to Zane at That's Not Canon Productions. Graphics are by Claudia Piggott. Music is by Jessica Fletcher. And editing by Dominic Guilfoyle. If you stumbled upon us, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It helps other people find us and makes me personally really happy. You can find us on Instagram at StumbleThroughPod. And we do pep talks on stories every Sunday. Until next time, do your best and take care of each other. Chat soon.
Bye.